the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program on this very windy, my goodness, Tuesday is brought to you by Bethel Softwash. Folks, the season is here. Let's get rid of some of that dirt and grime that's outside in your home that developed over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified, certified Softwash today. Free same-day text estimate. Text them, actually, 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. You can find them on Facebook. And again, remember... Uh, Bethel Softwash, Residential Specialist, Biodegradable Plant Safe Solution. What does it get rid of? It gets rid of all the, the grime and the algae and the pollen and the dirt and the moss and the bacteria. And what does it do? It stains your home or a patio or uh, maybe a basketball court or the side of a building. The before and afters are really incredible. And you can see some of the photos on there facebook page but the season is here call text actually bethel certified softwash today for a free same day quote 401-617-2585 let's make your home your property look the best it can this spring bethel certified softwash 401-617-2585 and look for them on facebook well folks today is a big day if you go to the website to petro.com now it would seem before the end of the day we're gonna have a new governor that seems to be the plan anyway. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, barring some last minute something happening, should be full Senate vote. It's going to happen, expected to happen 2.15 today. So, uh, and at, at that time, she then still has to be sworn in. I believe she'll be then sworn in by the Vice President of the United States, Vice President Kamala Harris. And then, effectively, at some point today, we are going to have a new governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, he is going to be uh, sworn in as the new governor and the Ramundo era ends. And it's really incredible. And if, again, if you go to the website, dipetro.com, folks, when you think about it, November of 19, think about this, November of 19, Governor Ramundo was the least popular governor in the country, least popular governor in the country, and was trying to cobble together kind of a legacy regarding free tuition at CCRI. And then one year ago, the pandemic hit. Also, by the way, last February, she endorsed Mike Bloomberg. Last February, she endorsed Mike Bloomberg for president. He lost to Joe Biden. Last March, pandemic hit. Governor Mundo hit reset. Carved out a name for herself. The way she approached it got a lot of your time. Uh, and then she went for the VP slot. Did not get that. But also, um, supposedly, the unions gave her a hard time. So she went out of her way to make sure the unions were not going to give her a hard time this time. And what she did was, folks, basically the money that should have gone to small businesses instead stayed in the state budget. There were no state employee layoffs, pay cuts, nothing. They never skipped a beat throughout the entire pandemic. And then uh, as soon as uh, Vice President Biden, as soon as he became President Biden and won the election, they went into overdrive to snag one of those cabinet positions. First, seemed like it might be health and human services. Governor thought, man, could get a lot of play out of the vaccine, but somebody didn't think it was a good match. And then the next thing you know, though, she did line up and she will be the Commerce Secretary before the end of the day. At least that is the plan, unless something uh, barring some. But it, it would seem that it's just going to be a vote. And now it's just a matter of... Um, She's going to receive like I, th I think she's going to receive like 80 votes somewhere close to that. You only need 51, but it does not seem like it's going to be a contentious type of vote total. It's not they're not going to be counting. So by all accounts, apparently she, you know, has even spoken, I think, with uh, Mitch McConnell and and a number of high profile Republicans voted already to let's just move to the confirmation, the vote process that happened last night. So so you have that going on now. In New York, you have also a huge story. Last March, Governor Mundo, you remember, was kind of a back and forth with uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo because of New Yorkers coming into Rhode Island and saying, hey, I'm going to ride out the pandemic in the ocean state. And she said, well, if you're coming in here, we're going to stop you. We're going to quarantine you. And then her and back and forth. Think of this. One year ago, she was battling and Cuomo was then 
you know, not even uh, touching yet on the height of his popularity. And he was having these press briefings and wrote a book about leadership in a crisis. And Biden at the time said it was the gold standard. And as many of you know, he won the Emmy. There's all this kind of attention. A year later, he is absolutely fighting for his political life. Now, his brother, in for a penny, in for a pound, his brother, CNN never should have allowed uh, Governor Cuomo to go on with his brother. Because now suddenly, think of this. So last year, uh, Chris Cuomo and then Andrew Cuomo, uh, you know, the two of them were like the kings of New York and Chris Cuomo had COVID. And then he has his brother on the air and the two of them are like yucking it up. CNN never should have allowed it because you never know where this thing's going to land. And now it hears you later. Now, listen to Chris Cuomo trying to say, well, you know, well, I'll, I'll let you hear exactly what he said last night. This is a problem. It's not going to go away. One of his own anchors by accident said it was Governor Chris Cuomo, but it's Andrew Cuomo. But this was uh, Chris Cuomo on uh, CNN last on last night. Before we start tonight, uh, let me say something that I'm sure is very obvious to you who watch my show. And thank you for that. You're straight with me. I'll be straight with you. Obviously, I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. And obviously, I cannot cover it because... He is my brother. Now, of course, CNN has to cover it. They have covered it extensively. Think of that. Obviously, I'm not going to cover. Well, if if, why? I don't think it is obvious. If you were going to cover him when there was good news, why wouldn't you cover him when there's bad news? What do you mean? Obviously, you're not going to cover him. I don't think it is obvious. I think an explanation should be. The, the real story is they never should have allowed it. CNN never should have allowed it. And going forward, this this will be used as an example of why when you have, whether it be siblings or someone who's that, cl- come on, you can't get any closer other than if it was a husband and wife. But, uh, you know, the two brothers, he never should have had them on the air. At the time, they thought it would be great ratings. And the two of them, and there they are on together, shouldn't have happened because now Suddenly now, listen, now he's trying to distance himself from it almost. CNN's going to cover it. Obviously, I'm not going to. Well, obviously, you shouldn't have had him on as a guest last spring in the during the pandemic. To you who watch my show. And thank you for that. You're straight with me. I'll be straight with you. Obviously, I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. And obviously, I cannot cover it because he is is my brother. Chris. Now, of course, CNN has to cover it. They have covered it extensively and they will continue to do so. I have always cared very deeply about these issues and profoundly so. I just wanted to tell you that there's a lot of news going on that matters also. So let's get after. But he doesn't want to talk about that topic. I'm telling you right now, it's a problem. It's not a problem that's going to go anyway time, anytime soon. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm unaware of any other individuals that may have this uh, potential dilemma in a way. I can't think of anything that comes to mind immediately other than I know in Massachusetts, Lieutenant Governor Polito, her brother is also a talk host, I think, in Worcester. I don't know if she appears on that program. Obviously not as high profile, folks. I'm not trying to be overly dramatic here but um but it's just it's not a common occurrence of someone holding office that's what it's really about someone holding office you can have uh well actually my sibling is coming up in just one of my siblings coming up in just a moment but my point is um it's a problem and it's a problem that was created by the cuomos and in the new york times they're the ones that are that are running the gamut on this. They have broken another story on Governor Andrew Cuomo. All right, a lot more ahead. It's John DePietro. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508 508- 336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. 
You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. It's time for DePietro Debate. With me is one of my siblings, happens to be a writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. Her name is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to start off. This is a uh, significant day. It's really incredible. You know, I wrote about it on the website. In uh, November, 2019, November, a little over... A year ago, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo was the least popular governor in the state. And then, um, you know, going into 2020, she then endorsed Mike Bloomberg. And here it is. Fast forward a year later. Also, by the way, last March, she had the very high profile run in with New York Governor Andrew Cuomo because she was saying, hey, Rhode Island is coming to Rhode Island. You need to quarantine and so forth. (laughs) So when you think about it, here it is a year later. Uh, where she was very dynamic and had insight, where she recognized the pandemic was almost going to be like a reset, fresh start for everyone, how you handle it, fresh you know, press. And it is really remarkable where all of a sudden she, um, I mean, she is set to be confirmed. We have no reason to believe she's not going to get the full Senate confirmation yeah. and become the, the Biden Commerce Secretary in a state ranked by CNBC last in business. And by a man that she didn't even endorse, I th- I think her ability to convince them that she is the right person to join the administration, I think that's it's actually her greatest accomplishment to date. Yes, and good to be with you. Um, it, no question, the old adage, what a difference just a year can make yes. uh, in politics and in the political fortunes of of these politicians. I mean, boy, this is quite on the display. You know, you're right. What what I have always thought about the governor um, who is about to make history as she would be the first woman commerce secretary of the United States Mm -hmm. and all that that brings with it, by the way. Um, I mean, she is about to be able to put uh, on her credentials, John, like we talked about months ago, like just international expertise meetings, uh, you know, talking about everything from China's technology and everything. But what I would say when you look back a year ago, one quality that she has that many others do not is I've often thought she's just a very disciplined politician. She is ambitious. She sometimes is crafty. Um, she, I think doesn't take criticism always that well, but I will give her that. I mean, I just think she's, she is disciplined. Um, she's like an energizer bunny. You know, she, she just, she drew down her staff. She said, we are going to handle this calamity of the pandemic going back a year ago. You know, I think she's very much like that, you know, day by day, week by week, you know, she wanted data. She stumbles but you have to give her that um and i guess when you see she's just um i I do think that she's certainly very bright there's i don't think anyone would not think that and i think she's just very much a modern politician because she knows you need teams you need collaboration 
Um, I think that's also, John, been maybe under sort of talked about. But, you you know, she kind of has that quality of almost a modern CEO. You know, you work with a board yes. of directors. You see what I mean? Yep. And some of it is her age. You know, she's only in her 40s. Um, and so I do think Rhode Island should feel, you know, very proud. And I, this is hugely it's not just the prestige, but but it's just like kind of a, a really watershed thing. I mean, she clearly has outshined anyone. No one, in my understanding, from the state as a leading political figure has ever been a cabinet secretary. So no, um, and, no. and such and a prominent one. In the dust. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, Senators Reed and White House, they also they get it. I mean, yeah. they certainly have tried to help her. Uh, last night, as they had a preliminary vote, just so there's cut off of any discussion, you could see Reed Whitehouse was on the floor kind of working people, uh, introducing. They recognize it's it's in their best interest to have her there. Yep. Right. Might as well have someone, you know, as Commerce Secretary. Well, yes. Uh, but she is fiercely competitive. She is six and zero oh with her different elections. But one thing about her, Donna Perry, that. Now, this is going to be a different challenge because she's inheriting a huge part of her staff. She's inheriting. She's only really taking three people with her to D.C. The Biden people put the rest of the people in. But make no mistake about Gina Raimondo. She rules with an iron fist. It is her way of the highway. She doesn't allow dissent. Uh, She makes it very clear she she is the boss and who's running the team. And one thing I will say about her is win or lose, she wins and, and loses with her team. So it may not be someone else's team, but you saw that with COVID. She puts her team on the field. She assembled them. Uh, And it is also not, you know, I know a guy type stuff. It's people that she recruits that feel that work well for for Gina Raimondo. But people who underestimate her, um, you know, this is someone incredible drive. She gets it done. Uh, She's a great student absorbing material. And this is really now, boy, the world is Royster. Ian, look at the landscape. Let's jump right into right. it, Donna Perry. Here's the thing. Andrew Cuomo, a year ago, right, think of right. this. I mean, they wanted him to replace know. Biden. My goodness. And writing the book and the Emmy and, you know, oh writing the textbook. And, and, and uh, Biden said that's the gold standard of how to handle this. Now, not only is he bringing himself down, he's bringing the brother down. Yes. Uh, but can can and I know it's tough because we still don't know if there's more things out there that now the New York Times could break. But right now, the way you see it in your background, can is he going to survive this? The governor of New York, your opinion right now, this this moment in time. I know <laughs> to put it in a word in um, wow. in my view, it would it's going to become very difficult for him to survive this. Um, and, and I also think when you see a, someone of his huge influence and stature get a quote criminal defense lawyer for himself, which I believe was reported, the reason I think that that could make it different than anyone else surviving it, John, though he, he, he is a classic, you talk about the opposite of a Romando of someone who knows when to, uh, keep your mouth shut publicly. And I will give her that too. Quite, quite good at that. You know, he is, he was known for years kind of as a, like a bullying personality. Um, yes. You know, and I just I don't know, like you're kind of right, though. There is such a, a so much hypocrisy on display with this. And there are a lot of leading Democrats very tiptoeing around this. Um, but I don't think you can tiptoe when you have these females coming forward. Uh, he's got two big scandals. I mean, he has them coming forward with these very vivid you know, super weird, uncomfortable things. But then you have this photo of this third person. Um, never mind, John, when, when he's, this is a criminal uh, situation with the nursing home debacle. So that's not going to be as undoing. No. But just this current, uh, let, let's just so we're clear, it, it's more, you know, the embarrassment, the New York Times has broken, you know, these two accusers. Um, now, if he was a Republican, you know, do you think part of it plays into the party that maybe he's in the wrong party that Kristen Gillibrand, she led the effort to get out? Absolutely. And and that's what I'm so, saying. There's so much hypocrisy. And so you're right. I mean, there's there's reporting saying, well, gee, you know, the silent Me Too movement on him in in massive contrast to major Republican figures, including when what happened to Brett Kavanaugh. My sense, though, is. 
Yeah, well, you know, I maybe I'm I'm a little uh, overstating it that he can't survive it. I he could survive it, but be very damaged. Um, I mean, they are going to do what sounds like um, th- this full blown investigation. I, I guess the reason I wonder that he's not going to make it is because you know. We both had lived there. You, you know, you got knives out when you were in an environment oh. of New York. New York is different yes. from this happening to a governor of, you know, uh, Kentucky or something. So and you have right. to me, there is something very personal animus between this attorney general, Letitia James and him. Now, she's got the ball game as far as I'm following the reporting. I mean, she's got the full probe. She will have subpoena power. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, there can be people, John, who want to take them down, but I think there's a little bit of, we're going to take them down kind of stuff. Um, there was earlier reporting about that. So I think you have this very aggressive pro, you know, AG who seems, you know, has great, um, you know, animosity with him and, and politics plays into it. And there's nowhere where it's going to play in more hardball than a place like right. New York. So I'm just saying. But let's let's just be clear. This isn't being led by the AG. The New York Times. See, I think this is a defining hmm. moment. The New York Post was really leading the charge in the nursing home. But it's the New York Times yes. now that's breaking the second accuser. So as much as people can talk about media bias, and we did hear for four years fake news, as you and I both know, uh, there's a world of difference in, in that city and in those worlds between a New York Post yes. editorial and a New York Times editorial. So the New York Times cuts through all of that. And they are the ones that have the pictures. They're doing their homework. Right. right? It's well, this there's, there's, there's isn't uh, hastily put together. But when you have the New York, when you are the New York governor and the New York Times basically are now devoting a lot of resources, front page stories. That's what I think. Well, and that's what I'm, why I'm saying. Like, and I might not, I mean, what I'm saying is that the public narrative is very much led by the New York Times, could very much move against him. Uh, and that's part of the role the media can play. Uh, you're right. Like, this is not just, um, they, and maybe early on a few weeks ago, they thought that was just between that one staffer. And I think they were trying to, you know, knock that down. But when you have the New York Times, I think that there's an issue of people's, you know, media credibility is on the line, John. How, how can they not yes. go yeah. full bore on him? And that's why I'm not sure he can survive. Yeah. Right. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Donna Perry, Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call J.K.L. Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market. And they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. is Carry Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, J.K.L.'s reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved national grid BPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. J.K.L., they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call J.K.L. right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. 
If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident... First thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. We're speaking with Donna Perry, who is a writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. DJ, I want to just stay with the Cuomo situation for a moment because, you know, Chris Cuomo came out and was saying, uh, you know, well, obviously I can't cover it. Obviously I can't because it's my brother. And I like that people are very quick to say, you, you had, you know, we're, we're talking about double standard. You had no problem when it was obvious that you were saying he was doing such a great job in New York and with the COVID situation. What position do you think this puts? I, I think this puts Chris Cuomo in, a, in an important, they, they, whether he likes it or not, CNN, they never should have allowed the two brothers on yes. the air together. We're seeing why. And to me, this is in for a penny, in for a pound. You can't now, he can't separate. He now... There's a lot of fallback to me on this with Chris Cuomo. I I absolutely agree. And I I think it's because I think there's a building credibility problem for CNN as a network. And that's because it's tied into he's one of their prominent. John, you and I know how this works. The nighttime anchors, right? The nighttime anchors bring the biggest juice, energy, ratings, money to to all those networks. And I just don't know how yes he made this feeble little you know 20 second statement and brian stelter dutifully you know tweeted it out to back him up um i think it brings Uh a lot of credibility issues for for that whole sense of that but i think especially because you're right they would be seen on the air during the course of covid and during some rough times by the way and a lot of joking around when Chris Cuomo himself had COVID, remember, and he was recovering, and then it, he would appear yeah. from the basement, and they had a little, you know, there was a lot of, like, lighthearted um, approaches going on there. And then we know that was happening while there was all the shenanigans or misreporting going on about the nursing homes. So I, Chris Cuomo, you're right. Like, I think, J.D., how do they, and especially about the, the kind of issue we're talking about, uh, when Chris yes. Cuomo and CNN, John, would have, for instance, Michael Avenatti on like five nights a week, right? All the time. Um, That's right. And they talked yes. about Stormy Daniels and Good Avenatti point. was on. At one point, Brian Stelter was almost saying, maybe you could be a political candidate. And they said stuff like yes. that on Cuomo's show. So yeah. I, I think he also knows his credibility on these kinds of sexual harassment stories is on the line. Um, and I noticed he kind of, yep. you know, threw seven seconds about that in that little statement Monday night. Yeah, I think he's got problems. I want to pivot back to the New York Times because Maureen Dowd wrote a column over the weekend. Folks, again, it's John DePietro with me as Donna Perry, writer columnist for the Sun Chronicle. And just to give people the short version, but there was a, a Biden nominee 
And uh, this reporter for the Washington Post basically was showing, and then someone snapped a photo of her showing uh, some tweets to a senator from Alaska who was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize she was tweeting about me. And this reporter received, you know, these filthy, vile, from the left now, because it's a Biden nominee. And Maureen Dowd wrote uh, a very good column trying to explain. And it's something you and I have discussed is, and there was a good example. There was a prominent reporter for the Providence Journal. And you and I, or at least yeah. I, I'll take ownership, used to joke, is she a reporter or is she an activist? She'd go to the protest. To me, she would march. She was with the protesters. Uh, but Maureen Dowd, touch on that, that column down at Perry. She was basically saying the left. You have this generation growing up. They they don't fully understand what a reporter is supposed Absolutely. to do. Absolutely, and I uh, I t- tweeted that out. Maureen Dowd, you know, has not was not born yesterday. She'd been in Washington for thirty five whatever years, and I think she really hit them where it kind of hurts because she laid it out in a way that no one really has. Called the journalists uh, on their own carpet, John. Like what her point of that was to say. That after the Trump years, when you saw a media almost irrationally, obsessively hostile to anything yeah. they would lay out, um, that now, you know, they almost seem incapable of understanding doing objective journalism. Um, and it is a real problem. You're supposed to be a journalist. You're not supposed to be an activist. And you're not supposed to be. And she got a lot of blowback because I think. Again, she hit it where it's really correct. And she said, you're not a, like a PR communications firm for the Democratic Party. You're supposed to be covering the Biden administration um, and the softball stuff that we see. So, you know, I, I think that the Washington Post reporter and people who is a credible reporter, you know, and, and they, they were going after her simply because she was doing her her journalism job like she had a right to say. To Lisa Murkowski, you know, well, Neera Tandon, who's a very, you know, now this, uh, she may well not make this and that, that she won't get the vote. And, and the fact that, John, journalists went so far and people on Twitter and some of them were journalists, like they were upset that, that this reporter yes. for the Washington Post would dare to, you know, they felt create more conflict for the, the vote. Um, by by yes. like like saying to Murkowski, aren't you angry that this Neera Tandon, you know, said all this stuff about you? And the fact that journalists think it's their job to, like, help with the vote count, it, which is essentially, you know, what was going on. And then they get into all the issues, always the identity politics. And they're saying what's so important yeah. about Neera Tandon, she'd be the first, you know, woman of South Indian Asian descent. I think she's part Indian, and they get into all of this. And it, John, it has nothing to do with journalism. And, and the fact that, uh, and good for Maureen Dowd, and she laid it out in her just spot on, and she's, and she's humorous, and she just laid it out. And, and, you know, she's right to say, you know, what has happened to the national American media, really? I think it was a large, important column. Right. It was a it was you're exactly right, Donna Perry. And also, to a larger extent, younger people, maybe in some ways we underestimate how the lines yeah. have kind of been blurred, how they think that all media is supposed to be, you know, MSNBC is on this side and yeah. CNN and Fox is on that side. And it's as if almost, you know, you have the Daily Beast. It's, it's as if they don't fully get that people like The Washington Post, The New York Times, Boston Globe, whatever, that they're supposed to be basically neutral about this. And. To go after her in that way for just kind of doing your job. I mean, I'm waiting to see someone start to go after the New York Times for maybe even going after uh, Cuomo. I also want to, um, before we take a break, what is your thought that we are five weeks in and there were people starting to, you know, raise the issue of the fact that President Biden has yet to hold a a full press briefing? I'll go first and say this is what I kind of predicted and thought, and that is. You're not going to see him a lot. When you see him, it's it's mm-hmm. totally teleprompter. They kind of walk him on, walk him off. And by the way, he's got a 61% approval rating. To me, the answer is I, I, you're not going to see him. If you're running, helping that administration, they're just going to say that's not his strong point. You have Jen Psaki. 
What do you think of the fact that Biden, the president, has well, not I held a it's everything you just said, you know, and more. I mean, they are yeah. protecting him. I think when you see the remarks he made kind of uh, was it had to be ad hoc in Texas the other day. And he's he's misforgetting <clears throat> uh, people's names and, and he's kind of flubbing through that. Oh, I think yeah. that's part of it, John. If you like you say, when you have a Washington press corps in the press room briefing, there's going to be a lot of unscripted moments. And Jen Psaki and the chief of staff claim, you know, they can't run to his side and whisper in his ear. And and I do think that, again, uh, and back to Maureen Dowd's point, it is not the place of the press corps to A, protect him, right. and it is not their place to be sympathetic and think he doesn't have to do this. Um, so I, mm. I just think, it. my gosh, he's only been in... Not even two months. And yeah. Well, like so, I said, five weeks. Right? Um, I And I also think in fairness, as a contrast where, you know, despite the rough and tumble, it was often pointed out that Donald Trump was more accessible to the press than almost any president. I mean, he did not dodge a minute. You know, he'd be there on the tarmac. He'd be whatever. But the fact that it, the weeks are going to tick on and you're right, John, like how long can they let that just go on? And Saki, who just, you know, she does the job she's supposed to do. But, you know, she's talk, doing doublespeak half the time in there. But he's the president. You know, they wanted him in. He's in. And the and the press corps should demand. They, they have a right to have an unscripted, long, you know, like typical presidents would do. And, and I don't know how long they can get away with it. Mm. Yeah. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Donna Perry. Writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401 431-2300. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today. 439-6028. 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck at service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, Nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439 439- 6028 439 6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 
439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. We're speaking with Donna Perry, who is a writer, uh, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. Our segment is to be debate. DJ, let's talk about CPAC on Sunday. First of all, um, boy, you know, one thing that was clear is, is President Trump is still the leader of the party. What did you think of the buildup? Now, in some ways, because of COVID, it wasn't like a packed yeah. room. And uh, it, it got incredible coverage, though. But just your thoughts on President Trump's first full speech, uh, you know, since leaving the White House. At the CPAC first thing that hit me, J.D., is to watch this guy, like his instincts on how to take a room, take a stage. Uh, I think the delay in his arrival only built up. You know, the anticipation and the excitement in the room. He, he is unmatched uh, in modern political times as someone who, like, really understands, you know, the theatrics of that. And, uh, and so, you know, the fact that he waited for the beginning of that Lean Gre- Lee Greenwood anthem that, you know, people very much associate with the rallies. I, I you know, so I think stage wise, he just he's unmatched in understanding how to do that. And I think he. Largely, he just confirmed, I don't think there's now any question, and he got done what he wanted to do, that he is the center of the party. Um, And when you see how the reaction and the coverage and the nature of the way he speaks, John, he gives energy to the party. That's actually very rare. Um, And there really is no other leading Republican who can remotely uh, copy that kind of energy. Um, and and the you know sort of the advocacy and the, how he lays out the case. Anyone who's ever underestimated that. I mean, I just think all of that was on. Um, it was on full display. Now I think the challenge now is you know like he is he laid out that that he wants Republicans that are really you know understanding his template for where the Republicans need to go. Um, he called out people, but I thought what was good was he, I don't think he obsessively spent a lot of time on that. And I thought that was actually careful right. and important. And I would credit, you know, there's some good PR people around him, um, whether it's a Jason Miller and these people who are, I think, you know, I give credit. They, I think they, they reined in what might've gone on with some of that. And I think that was important because then that's all what that would be focused on from any media coverage. Um, but I think like what, what's going to be important now is when they look at what's coming down the line less than two years, 2022. I mean, I, you know, John, and I, I also yes. think it was very important and it seemed very important to him. He was very clear and kind of sarcastic and said, I, I don't need to create a third party. And I, you know, it was huge because right, I think was it was huge. his way of yeah. saying I am the center of the Republican Party. So, you know, so I think, yeah. Correct. And I think, you know, Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, those around him, they're wise to that. That's certainly positive because that would be destruction for the Republican Party. But also you got the sense that they have made him realize the focus should be 2022 and using the juice and energy. uh, You know, he's going to have a super PAC to raise money. And get him focused on that. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if he's going to run again. But if they could use and harness that energy. And I think we're, uh, again, I'm going to say Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, they were wise to, listen, let's not kick this guy to the curb. Let's not get him alienated and start a third party. Let's engage him and, uh, you know, let him get the, the respect he deserves. And let's really try to focus kevin mccarthy saying at cpac we're five seats away from retaking the house donna perry you know there's nothing they'd like more than to, as they say retire nancy pelosi well that and that's the next thing i was actually going to say john you're you're very right i know a lot of the political media they they you know they can call mccarthy and everybody all the names they want he gets that that the margin and maybe and a lot of this was lost because of all the drama after the election john that first of all, they gain yeah. so many seats and you're seeing this, by the way, you're seeing this in the yes. vote tallies. They're, they're often losing a vote by like yep. nine votes. Okay. And you, like you say, McCarthy is exactly right. It will not take much. They could, oh. and, and imagine how the stakes no. get changed. If you have McCarthy in charge of the house, 
Nancy's era will completely end. I mean, I, you know, it, because, and again, and her and the time oh, yeah. she's in there, I, and I think she'll, you know, she, it just will. So I think they have to play this game though, John disciplined. And I think they have, I think they've achieved something that would, might've been difficult to do. I think they have Trump on board seeing his own, you know, staying in his own dominant position is tied to them like elevating like a McCarthy as Speaker of the House. See, and I think they got Trump and him have, I think that, right. you know, they have that sort of understanding now. Um, people who come out of yeah. the losing end is yeah. certainly like a Liz Cheney. You know, I mean, she's she's certainly not going to stay in that position. All big time. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. But you look at states like Rhode Island, which is right now poised to lose a seat. So that's, you know, you lose Langevin because that's a locked Democrat. That goes to a growing yeah. state. I'm not sure if it goes to Florida or if it goes to North Carolina or if it maybe goes to wherever. But the chances are, my point is, much more Texas, much bigger chance when Rhode Island loses a seat, which is set to happen, that then the seat that's gained by another state will be a Republican seat. So they're really poised. Donna Perry, I'm glad your column was right on. And yesterday, you know, I talked about it on the radio show with, the Boston Globe had right. these health experts. Careful, right. Charlie. You don't want to lift the restrictions too fast. You know, I, I think at this point, you know, whether it's Fauci or whoever, they have served us well. It was a pandemic. However, vaccine is out. Deaths are way down. The lockdowns. Uh, enough of this. You know, you, you can't listen to these people forever. We're yep. approaching herd immunity in April. Um, touch on your column in the battle now that it's if some yes. people and, never want um, the pandemic thank you. to end. Uh, and noting the column. The, the thing is, the country is turning the corner, John, and it is scientifically backed up. And that that's the, the key thing when you look at a guy like Baker. Uh, and I am not surprised that the Boston Globe, as you say, they would cheerlead the pandemic to go on for 10 years. So they, they here, here's what they do yeah. with some of this. And they run around and they got like one guy at BU. OK. And then they headline it, you know, that there's oh public health backlash to Baker. And, and then, you know, the, there's others who spoke up. But here's the thing, like he's a data guy. And, and what he is saying, what I also am seeing and I reference this that the problem now where Fauci is on this stuff and Rochelle Walensky, who they brought in to head up the CDC, John, their like messaging and their view of what where is the virus threat now has to change from what they were doing like eight months ago. And I think that's part of what's going on. Like, right. Even people and I, uh, Scott Gottlieb and he was the former head of FDA highly credible person okay this is not someone you know that they trot out highly credible fda approves drugs so he understands fully better than maybe anyone how good the vaccines are and he's essentially said stuff and so has johns hopkins um you know school of public health i and i talked about this in my column like they are saying this idea when you have these super effective vaccines and you're approaching, you are very correct. I mean, they're saying the U.S. is really at herd immunity, like maybe in a month from now. And so there is no legal and certainly no benefit to our society for any of these tight restrictions to be kept in place. And that's what Baker is seizing on. You know, he said, I have the data essentially to back me up. And you have... You have uh, Massachusetts will have almost yes. two million adults vaccinated, John, probably within a month. OK, the state is not wow. that big. So if you're a state, mm. just to give a quick five second thing on this, if right. you're a state of they are six million, six million plus. Now, not everyone can be vaccinated. So let's say in theory, four and a half million of Massachusetts. Well, once you hit that point, you have a fully vaccinated state by most standards, He's right. And the restrictions yes. have to drop. And Good so point. when you see Fauci talking about this, like we're about to have another surge, it, what guys like these other critics are saying, and I think you're going to watch this as the pandemic is getting to the end, you're going to see this real big split because I feel like Fauci is almost, I don't know what's going on there. You know, he's an older guy at this point. I'm, you know, it's almost like he doesn't want it to end. 
<laughs> right, yeah. right. Let's face it. He doesn't want yeah. it to end. You know, I watched it on. Let's just come out and say it. I saw him on Sunday. He was on with Stephanopoulos. And, then he's on yep. with Meet the Press. He's on the Today Show. He's on Good Morning America. In many ways, you start to wonder, go yes, back to right. what? Go back to just the day to day. But where Baker also is smart is because he has set April 1st as that guideline. He wants those kids back in school. Donna Perry, you've been consistent advocate for get this. Those children belong yep. in schools. President Trump was right about a lot of things. Uh, a lot of the pushback because President Trump wanted the kids back in school. But this is reaching a point you're starting to realize with some people, they, they don't want the pandemic to end. And they're going to always yes. keep doing the chicken little. The sky is falling with these these new variants. So the Donna Perry House. So thank you. So they are the SunChronicle.com. I post everything on my Facebook page, Donna DePietro Perry. And I tweet out at Donna Perry MA1. And it's all always there. Great to be with you. DJ, great job. Stay safe. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen her store. It's right in that old white church. It's My Health, because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, one understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible Akai Berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy in children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie and It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401 732 6562-401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. It's Coogs. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating.